We wrote an article that went viral and sparked a natural hair revolution. We are Elise and Aisha, moms to small humans, digital content creators, licensed hairstylists, brand agnostic, curl educators, and generally your snarky girlfriends with no filter. We're two women from the south side of Chicago taking the stupid out of natural hair. So on this episode of Curls Disrupted, this was actually inspired by real life experiences, <laughs> but we're not obligated to share. We are not, not, and we can say not obligated to share anything with the social space. And I need that to be understood deeply. I think that needs to be understood greatly because when we had that same instance, um, my leak from Curlbox. Yes. Actually, the next day, she shared a post. It was like, she's not obligated. And I was like, oh my God, we're like on the same, <laughs> like we're in the same place with this right now um, about sharing. But just understand whenever people that you follow in the social space, they decide to share anything with you. They're Personal, literally- business, salon appointments that people are paying real American dollars real American, for. I do not discount people for sharing. I do not. I don't. I, I don't discount anything because they're sharing. I ask them if they, if they don't mind, but they are paying full prices. Full prices. <laughs> for me to share this content, which I think is phenomenal not content. Just content. Intellectual property. Yeah, this is also true. <laughs> but I and I think it's amazing um, that they are even willing to share. Cause I, I mean, if I was in the salon, I probably would be the person mm-hmm. like, girl, sh- please share, cause I want to see. Stop seeing ashy froze and dilapidated <laughs> twist outs. Like exactly save the people. Yeah, I would. Right. <laughs> but um, it, it was interesting that when we had this uh, experience of sharing a video, which the actual whole purpose of the video was for people to get the uh, response and the reaction of the client, not her finished product. No, it wasn't about that. It was about her really, because this is something we see a lot where people are seeing their curls for the first time. Like they Mm -hmm. know it's there, but they've never seen their hair like this. Y'all don't understand what that experience is like. And we wanted to like share that with y'all because even her reaction. Her spirit was different. It's a whole process that that we're taking our clients through in the salon. So when we share clips of them it's because we're sharing you clips and insight into what we're experiencing with this person because there is an exchange beyond just monetary exchange there's an exchange of energy there there's an exchange of trust there there's a real that that person sitting in our chair is going through a transformation within themselves and it's it's a blessing that they allow us to take some Take some footage Absolutely. of what they're what they're going through to share to inspire others. But we are not obligated. Not obligated. To share for free or paid, but share for free, especially what we're doing in the salon, the results that clients are getting, um, our tips and tricks. Like this this whole culture of YouTube has, has really it's really foolishness. Like, yeah, it has really like made y'all they they have really set y'all up for the, the okie doke. Now the honest truth about that whole entire video, I meant like I have a full intention to get video of Des after the fact. Yes. What happened that day? 
I left the salon for like 30 minutes. I left Des under the dryer. I left her with the person that I was training. I came back. I had the second person that I was supposed to be doing come in. She had like a massive amount of hair. So in the mean, like in between all of that, I was then trying to get Des out the door so we can get the other client started. So that we, cause we were, we ended up being there way longer than we were supposed mm -hmm. to. Um, that day was supposed to be like two people should have been done by like 5.15 and ended up being there, I swear we were there past seven o'clock because she had just that, the second person had just that much hair. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure Des got her products, Des got her instructions, mm -hmm. uh, and that Des was satisfied. And I gave her all the information mm -hmm. she needed in case she wanted to book again. So between all of that. So you were wrapping up a true salon appointment. You were being a hairstylist focused upon the service that you were actually rendering to your paid clients right. versus grabbing your phone and capturing it for, for the social spaces. And it was, and so we had somebody actually make a comment, well, people have social media managers and they do this, they do that. They we do, do not. Other. That's not even, really, honestly, that would be too much going on in the salon if we started creating that experience for our too clients. Too much. We, we have a very um, like specific like environment that we have created. And in fact, right now, I am not in a, well, I am kind of in a specified salon space. We're not in our own space. We're not right in our now. own space right now. But what was interesting about this past week of being in a different salon space, um, my client goes, I don't think, I can't remember the last time I got my hair done with this many people. Like, I thought it was the most funniest thing I had heard. It's like, like I, I'm a little overwhelmed by the sensory yeah, input. It's what's like, going on? five people in here doing hair too. So it was, it was really funny to like get that response. Mm -hmm. um, but even still, like we don't have a, we didn't have a sweet space. We had actual like salon space anyway, but our salon was more um, it's it was smaller. It, we had like we we the way we set up our schedules. It's not it's like all very, this lingering it's a very one to one Absolutely. personal and personable experience with a client. Absolutely. And so when we do decide to grab content to share, it's when we can. It's when and we it's can. not that we have a specific person to do that because again we're we're. First and primarily hairstylists, and especially when we're in service with someone, we're there to cater for them. And because we have more of a co-op situation than an employee-based space, we have to be respectful. Where we'd, have a, where we'd have a receptionist, or we'd have yeah, we ain't got all we'd that. Have this because that's the intentional um, atmosphere we want to create. We're not obligated to then share what her final look was, and that is an expectation that has been developed. Uh, based off of vloggers and bloggers, which we completely understand. Their whole purpose was to be like, oh, my hair's so cute. Oh, my hair's so pretty. You see what I did? Here's my final look. Whereas our whole entire purpose is to bring insight into our hair, our philosophy of hair. Yeah, I mean, uh, our approach is holistic. So there's so mm -hmm. many aspects to all of the hair care, like understanding like this reaction, like to see that reaction. And mm. We see reactions like that so many times, but to for you to see that reaction, we want to share that same experience that we have in the salon. We get to see or experience that reaction, and for her to share that transparent moment, it's because that's a very that's a very raw <laughs> and vulnerable moment for her to then have live. On these interwebs, where I call the mean streets of the internet, man, because we don't know what someone else is going to get from that, um, right? But we know that that it's going to touch somebody, mm -hmm. and so that's where we start to put, we go into the arena, and we put ourselves 
in the space to share. And so the expectation that we should share a certain way or we should share certain things is bullshit. Yeah, it's it's totally like... It's unnecessary. It's unreasonable. You're being two right now, maybe five. <laughs> I live with a five year old, so and that's I live where with I live. So, hey. Yeah, it's really unreasonable. And um, at the end of the day, if wherever you encounter our our content, our insight, we got a whole website. We got a whole social media. Like, go check out all of our body of work. Because at the end of the day, if you were to book an appointment with us, you wouldn't go off that one video for booking that appointment. We know because clients who book with us tell us, oh, I've been stalking you for like six months, 18 months, months. like (laughs) before they even book an appointment. So get to like, get in there, fall, like get into that hole, get into that rabbit hole. Fall down the rabbit hole, (laughs) keep looking and, and then understand Understand the point of each piece of content because it has a purpose. If you didn't see a final result, you probably know that the final result was not the point of that actual piece of no, content. It wasn't. No person that is a content creator, that is someone that's sharing in a public space, no one is obligated to share anything with you. And when they do share with you, they're sharing snippets and trinkets and pieces Absolutely. of who they are, of their time their talents, their family, whatever it is that is chosen to be shared with you. It's such a small part of the big picture of who they are and what they do and how they do it. And so I feel like there needs to be a, a change of mindset oh, when absolutely. it comes to the, the, the social sharing spaces. We should never be feel like someone is obligated. Yeah, nobody owes you anything. Um, And you got to give us grace. Like some of the people that I see are creating content. I'm sitting here wondering like, how are they doing it? I know they got a whole baby or they got a whole family. They run a whole businesses. Like I see all this. I'm like, how? Like I'm still, I I see you, but I'm like trying to figure out like, how are they doing this? I'm sure people wonder the same though. How am I doing all the things that I'm doing? And I, I got a whole five-year-old who also pull into my social media sometimes because he, I mean, he's entertainment. So I use him for entertainment purposes as well. He is funny. Um, So yeah, I'm not obligated to like share anything about him if I don't want to share it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not obligated, but I do share some things because I feel like as a mom, there's something maybe that you can, some insight or something that you can pick up. So the same thing with me being a hairstylist, I pick and choose what that content looks like. And I could have sat in that video and be like, no, wait, darn, I didn't get the after and not share the video at all. When other people are like, oh my God, like how did you get her hair to hang like that? And then it's like, well, what product did you use or what did you do? It starts the conversation versus saying, okay, it's not in this particular perfect format Absolutely, and I should never share it. That is the perfectionism that is keeping so many people from just doing it. Just go for it. So, Number one, folks of this lovely internet of Al Gore and Beyonce. Generation. (laughs) Generation. Because this is a whole generation. Like, back in the day, people didn't share this much stuff. At all. What what, what happened happened in this house? They in this house. You don't let this out this house. You didn't know nothing about your favorite movie stars. Like, you didn't know nothing. They have scandalous, like, You know what they publicist put out there. You didn't know the fact that, oh... 
my child likes blazing the monster machine <laughs> because this is what I've chosen to share. Absolutely. So instead of being feeling obligated to mm-hmm. know something or mm-hmm. to see something from someone, be grateful that they chose to share with you for the free, uh, $3.99. I'm telling you. That they were dropping some, some truth bombs and some knowledge and some insight that you might be able to integrate into what you're doing or it gives you the it gives you the aha moment to be able to then invest in the solution that you're looking for if that's something they're providing or it just gives you it just keeps you entertained. Absolutely. So again, <laughs> let's let's shift our mindset. Time out. It's over. Like we're not <laughs> doing that and don't put the expectation on people and then just be prepared when you do put the expectation on that or on an individual or anybody wait, wait, out how about there. This? Just be ready when you put the expectation on us. That's what I'm saying. We clap back. Oh, all the time. There's a reason. We're trolls in our own comment section. (laughs) There's a reason why our our tagline everywhere says we're two two women from the south side of Chicago taking the stupid out of natural hair. We mean that. So when you come (laughs) to us- You sound so serious. With rudeness. Mean Meanness. Unrealistic expectations. We're going to meet you where you are. And keep that same energy. Listen. Because we don't owe anybody that's not paying us something. Nothing. Nothing. Don't get it twisted. I know Michelle Obama says she go high. We we go low. We go low. Low, low, <laughs> low, low, low. So that wraps up this season of Curls Disrupted. We hoped you have laughed. We hoped you have thought some deep thoughts. We hoped you have executed. Yes. And we hope that we've set some seeds in your brain to do great things for 2019 and 2020. We'll be back with season two soon. We hope y'all are having a dope-ass curl life.